welcome back to another wonderful episode of my podcast, Will You Accept This Rose, a Bachelor Recap Podcast with Kara, and that's me, Kara, your host. Um, can you guys believe it? We were went from six women this week, and now we're down to four, and we're getting closer and closer to the end, and I'm getting more and more concerned for Peter because all of the people left are... Well, they're not all bad, but I would say a good chunk are not the best. Um, And this episode obviously was crazy like all others. It's never not with Peter. He is kind of attracted to that drama, drama, drama. And we also talk about next week's preview at the end of the episode and just some like, not spoilers, but just my predictions of what I think is going to happen at the end of the episode. But let's just start with my recap. So Peter and all the girls are now in Lima, Peru. And again, looks great there. Um, We get the first one-on-one date card and it's for Madison. And honestly, I was about to throw hands for Natasha, like for Natasha's sake if she wasn't going to get a one-on-one this week, because that would have been horrible. For Victoria to get two one-on-ones, Madison to get two two one-on-ones before Natasha even gets a single one-on-one, I was really ready to fight Peter, because she's equally as deserving of love as every other single person in the house. Um, So, I mean, I feel like you could tell just at this point, because he hasn't asked her to go on a longer date, you know, maybe he just didn't have that same, like, spark and connection that he has with those other two girls. But still, it's not really fair to drag someone along this far, the week before hometowns, the week before they're supposed to introduce you, like, introduce Peter to their family. I mean, no girl in their right mind is going to want to do that without at least spending some, you know, one-on-one quality time with the lead. So, thankfully, we get a Natasha date later in the episode, Uh, but let's start with Madison. Honestly, I just, I really love her. I think she's truly, like, so sweet, so precious, obviously beautiful, Um, and her and Peter just have, honestly, such a great connection, especially when you compare it to all the other relationships in the house right now. Their relationship to me seems like one of the only ones where he's fully able to let loose, be himself, have fun, not have any worries, um, not deal with any drama, like cough, cough, Victoria F. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they just have honestly that special X factor that makes you or makes people like me just fall in love with the show and really just want to keep watching because I love love. I want to see people happy at the end of all of this. Um, So I think just based on what we've seen, just from their date alone, um, he, Madison really makes him happy. So I feel like for me right now, she's a top contender and who out of everyone left, I personally want to win. Even though their age difference is five years. I mean, I think she's obviously very mature, probably even more mature than him at this point, at least in this specific situation. 
So I think the two of them work, work perfectly together and really bounce off each other. Um, and in their daytime portion, you know, they're just walking around the town of Lima and they went fishing. Um, they were on the boat and had a whole, you know, Titanic moment there. <laughs> um, and yeah, really, you could just tell that they're so into each other. The eye contact, the touching, the nose kisses, everything gives me telltale signs like puppy love. They're definitely just well into each other. Um, and then we go into the nighttime portion of the date. Um, and here, you know, it gets a little bit more interesting. Um, Madison starts off by telling him she really sees a future of him and he has all of the qualities that she looks for in a future husband, which is, or which was much more eloquently said than how Hannah Ann said it last week by saying, you have all the qualities that I was, that I grew up to want. That doesn't really say much. That doesn't say that you actually want those qualities yourself. It's just the qualities you were taught to want. Madison in this situation is clearly saying you have xyz like you're outgoing um a family man and those are the qualities i look for in a husband so her answer to me is a lot more clear precise and shows that she's actually here for peter and if it was someone else maybe they wouldn't have like the same connection um and then she goes in to talk about how how so important faith is to her uh, and you can just tell that's so clear, so evident, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But after she literally like ends up spilling her guts, leaving her heart on the table, <laughs> Peter leaves her with the most pregnant long pause ever. And all of us at home are just like inching into the screen, like, what are you to say? <laughs> um, I think at least I mean, at least he was honest. I appreciate that. Um, I feel like a lot of time on the show, on this show, people feel like they have to say things at certain stages. Like some girls think you have to say I love you at this certain point or you're probably not going to go on. And I just think there's something so phony and fake about just saying stuff at the time when you think you need to, you need to say it. So I really appreciate him for being honest and like not lying basically and saying oh yes I can be that person of faith for you because clearly where he is in life right now that's not really how or that's not really one of his like main important things in life at least of what I can see from the show um so yeah I think him just being honest with her made her realize that I mean It didn't really seem like she minded that much after he said that, even though she was saying that was one of the most important things to her. And also, I just have to reference, back at the house, Kelsey was saying that she knows for a fact that Madison is looking for someone to lead their family in faith. So I really think what's going on here in this situation is they both have so much, you know, puppy love for each other. They're genuinely so into and invest in each other and just really feeling that initial love connection that they're kind of willing to like overlook something like that which is a deal breaker to her she wants someone who 
Madison wants someone who is so strong in their faith, and Peter is not that, but because she is so into him, as you can just tell by the way she looks at him, um, it seems like for right now she's willing to overlook that. I think they definitely have the best connection by far out of everyone, but do I think they're the most well-suited? Not necessarily. I still want her to win, but do I think that they're going to last? If they, if he does end up picking her, do I think they're going to last forever and ever? I mean, I'm not sure. They would definitely both need to make a lot of compromises to, you know, fit the specific things that each person is looking for. Um, but yes, so far, literally having a great connection. Um, and Peter goes as far as to say he's falling in love with her which is, in all of the seasons of The Bachelor I've watched, pretty much unheard of. No one ever professes love. The lead never professes love pretty much most of the time. <laughs> um, just because watching it back, like if you end up not choosing that person, you just don't want to have to have the words out there. So him saying this to her at this stage, while well, there's still six people left, I feel like really just proves how strong their relationship is. Um, and also in one of the interviews that he was speaking about, um, when he was speaking about the show on one of his interviews later last week, he was saying that he only told one girl on the show that he loved, that he loved them. So he's already told Mass and he's falling in love with her. So it was a really that far of a stretch to say she's going to be the person that he eventually tells that he loves. Um, I don't think so. I really, really see a strong connection with them. And finally, finally, we're getting to the ultimate point of this show, which is love. And I'm so happy we are finally getting there. And hopefully we don't really need to deal with so much more drama or at least deal with it in maybe half of the episode, not the whole episode. But next we have the date with Peter and Natasha. Okay, first off, hi Natasha, nice to finally meet you as we have had absolutely no screen time of you and have no idea what your personality is really like. Uh, I just feel like with editing this season, honestly with like most of the girls, we're just not really getting like their personality. We're just seeing, you know, these really kind of boring conversations with Peter and stuff, but not really getting to see like all these different facets to them. Like, are they funny? Are they charming? Are they having serious conversations or playful conversations? Um, just all these like small little details that we usually do get by this time. I just feel like because the editing has been so, so focused on all of the drama of the previous weeks, we just haven't, we don't know any of them. Like, we don't even know. We don't know Madison. We don't know Victoria, Kelly, um, all these people. I mean, let me backtrack. I do know Victoria is a hot mess. I do know that. I do know Madison's really sweet. So I guess we have seen some people's personalities but we just really, really haven't seen anything of Natasha. Um, 
yeah, we just know her kind of, or at least I just know her as kind of the fiery person who will always tell Peter what's up. Like, she will be honest with him when she has a problem with something that he's doing. Um, but yeah, they went on this nice just walking around the town date. Basically, basically what he did with Madison. They also had some, you know, dancing, um, looking through the shops. Just a classic, classic bachelor date um and really honestly I was surprised by their interactions because the date looked great it looked like they did have a good connection um and they were really just having a fun time like playing around with each other and just not taking anything too seriously which I like and I would think any normal person going into a relationship especially in the first couple of weeks that's what you're what you expect you don't really expect it to be too too heavy at the beginning um so yeah I kind of got like the friendship vibe from them but I was surprised by their interactions since we didn't really see any of it before this point um in week seven but yeah they really were just getting along um and having you know their little serious chats about you know, eventually going to hometowns, yada, yada, all of that. Um, and yeah, I really like Natasha. Now that I finally get to see a little bit of her personality, I am liking her. So I wish we kind of were able to see a little bit more of that a few weeks ago, but that's neither here nor there. Can't change it now. (laughs) Um, so then we go to the nighttime portion and Basically, we just have two questions being said, and then the date's pretty much over. (laughs) He says, how do you feel about the relationship right now? She's basically um, saying that, oh, you know, I'm ready to introduce you to my family, all of that. I see it's really well. I think we'll work well together. And then Natasha asks Peter, "Um, how do you see our relationship going? And he's like, see ya, swipe left. never mind goodbye um yeah he you know I really do have some issues with Peter on this one because I just have the impression that he went into the date just not that into her and knowing he was gonna send her home you know but then when we're looking at the date and throughout literally entire port like the entire portion of the date up until Peter decides to send Natasha home it looks like they're having a fantastic sign and all of these signs from the date, um, like how they're having such great conversations or laughing a lot and all of that. I thought, wow, maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe we just don't know their relationship, but they seem to be getting along better than he gets along with Victoria F or better than he gets along with Kelsey or Kelly. So that's three girls right there that he's literally bonding with her and just communicating with her better than some of the other girls in the house. So I kind of didn't like this move from him, right? Like, yes, maybe you can like, you do have to give her the time of the day. You do have to give her the daytime portion. But if you're truly going into the date knowing, 
you know, I'm falling in love with Madison. I just see Natasha as a friend. Then why don't we just cut it short right away? You know, like, don't let her, don't let her make an ass of herself by, you know, saying, oh, you know, I'm really into you. I can't wait to introduce you to my family. And then literally a millisecond later saying goodbye, see ya, pack your bags. Um, yeah, I just thought, I just thought Peter could have handled that whole thing just a little bit better. Also considering that he's pretty much kept her here this entire time and hasn't given her a chance yet to, on the one time that she actually gets a chance on her one-on-one date, he should have at least tried to be a little bit more present, you know, but I don't know. It's not really, I can't say because I'm not in his position and especially at that, this late of a point, you can't force a relationship. I just think it's a little bit unfair that he he kept her here for this long without giving her that time to truly grow the relationship. You know, you don't need to keep six people this week. He could have just asked to eliminate her last week. So I am curious to see, like, or I'm just wondering, like, why he kept her for this week anyway if he kind of knew that he was going to send her home. Um... Yeah, just because I feel like this date didn't really give him any more clarity. I think he just knew before going into it that he wanted to send her home. So, poor Natasha. Girl, I feel for you. I do think you deserve better, but so do literally every single girl on this season. Um, And now, unfortunately, we're going to another one-on-one with Kelsey. Kelsey's date started with some ATVing, um, and Loki, this date looked like it was practically torture for her because, let me just say, first, she had to write a bumpy ATV by herself, I might add. Like, she literally had to follow Peter. They couldn't even be next to each other. And just speaking with experience... When you have boobs on a bumpy road like that, it's not pleasant and it's very, very painful and there's just a lot of bouncing going on. So I just don't think that would have been very nice. And then he made her sprint up that hill um, and get all out of breath and sweaty and gross. So the combo of those two things, non-ideal date and can I just say, I can't imagine him forcing Madison to do these things. Never, ever, ever could I see him bringing Madison on that date. Um, but it looks like they had a good time. Whatever. Um, they're just rolling around the top of the hill, making out left and right. Peter's favorite thing to do. Um, and yeah, if we just go to the nighttime portion of the date, uh, just some heavy conversations between Peter and Kelsey. Um, talking about more just about her whole dad situation. And honestly, it is a really, really crazy story. And wow, I that cannot be easy to grow up with. And, you know, to be the only one out of your sisters that has a relationship with your dad. Um, yeah, simply just cannot imagine um 
but Peter ends up giving her the rose. But I just do have to point out that hopefully you guys also noticed that he didn't tell Kelsey was falling in love with her. So that's just, you know, reserved for Madison so far in the night. Um, which I think is really telling on how his relationship with Madison is stacking up to the other girls. You know, he compared Natasha to Madison, sent her home, gave Kelsey the rose, but I just feel like she's not on the same page as Madison and Peter's relationship so far. Um, but that's just my opinion based on everything I've seen on TV. And now we have the three-on-one date with Hannah Ann, Victoria F., and Kelsey. Three girls that look exactly alike but have nothing in common except for their boyfriend, Peter. Okay, so entering the state, I'm not really sure who's going to be sent home. You know, I know who I want to be sent home, and that's very clearly going to be Victoria F., but I just don't think Peter is going to do that, unfortunately. So it's between Hannah Ann and Kelly in my mind. Um, the date that they go on is not really a date. Um, it's basically just an old man talking to them who's been married for 36 years. And that's literally it. <laughs> so Peter just starts pulling people um, and he starts with Hannah Ann and she wrote this list of reasons why she's falling for Peter. Um, and right there I knew, you know, he's such a hopeless romantic. All right, her rose is sealed. Probably goodbye, Kelly. Like, I think that was it. Um, just because, in my opinion, it was between which one of those two was going to get the last rose. Once she did that, Peter knew, you know, this girl's legit. She's actually listing real reasons and why she's falling in love with me. So I got to keep her around. I mean, that's what, that's exactly what he's looking for. Um, then Victoria F gets up and just storms off. Doesn't even get to talk to him first. Um, you know, Victoria said it best when she said about herself, it's annoying to be around me. And yes, yes, Victoria it very much is. It's very annoying to watch you too. Um, and Kelly is just being a literal boss this entire episode. It just cuts to her taking a nap on the date. Um, just such a power move from the ultimate queen, the only queen left. Um, and you know, Kelly is one of my favorites at this point, And I don't appreciate how the producers are pushing this villain edit on her as we're all watching the show and we could clearly see that Victoria F is a clear, clear villain. So there's no reason to make up all this drama with Kelly when you have clear drama from Victoria F just sitting there. You don't need to edit it, edit it in any weird way. She just is drama free naturally. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I really love Kelly. And then she gets her one-on-one time. And she tells him, you know, not all relationships need to be hard. They can be easy and fun. And someone really just needs to shake him and teach him that because those are straight facts. He, for some reason, thinks that a relationship needs to be so melodramatic um, to 
to really mean something to have a, a whole story like you would see in a romantic comedy, you know, there has to be a crisis that, to then have the resolution, to then have the happy ending. So she's just telling him, you know, it doesn't need to be that hard. But their relationship is so seamless and she's she's just explaining to him that that's not a bad thing. That's actually a benefit. That's a lot of thing that, things that couples look for, you know, in relationships and people that stay together for a long time do have that just, you know, easy flow about them. Um, and then we go to Victoria F's one-on-one. And guys, I can't even try to be objective on the situation. I straight do not like her at all, point blank period. He literally sits her down, asks her a simple question. You know, because last week they left off kind of on a bad note. Um, he didn't really know where they stand and or stood. And he just asked her about how she felt about the situation. That's it. A very simple, normal question to ask. Um, and she just goes absolutely wild. She says he's always in a mood when he talks to her. And she just, you know, knows perfectly how to play a victim it's actually crazy and it just confirms me what I already thought about her that she has had to have done this to someone else that this is not her first time manipulating someone she knows exactly how to wrap guys around her finger and she has no problem doing it um so yeah she literally turns the situation completely on him puts all the blame on him um and then she starts crying, which we all know is Peter's love language. And in that moment, I knew he was ready to give her the rose. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that whole scene was honestly really confusing because for a second, us viewers thought, oh, maybe he's going to be smart and set her home. Like he literally picks up the rose and walks her to the car. And I'm like, okay, this is it. The moment I've been waiting for for weeks now to finally see evil Victoria go home. But no, he gives her the rose. And I'm not even kidding you. If I wasn't doing this podcast, I would stop watching because I'm just so over Peter. Honestly, he started this season so attractive attractive to me and now he's completely not. Um, He's basically just being a loser. Like, I'm going to say that. She attacked him, literally manipulated the shit out of him. And he says, quote unquote, I appreciate your honesty and you opening up today. Like what, Peter? What? She didn't even say anything. What did she possibly open up to you about? Victoria literally sat there and cried. And that was it. He is 100% obsessed with her and manipulated by her. She can't do any wrong. Like, if that was any of the other girls, they would be gone. Guaranteed. Um, And now on to the other Rose. Honestly, not surprised at this point because he is such a hopeless romantic, as I mentioned. And you could tell he was so into and obsessed with Hannah Ann's. No idea. And he just didn't like that Kelly wasn't taking 
this whole process as seriously as him. And her calling the process fun obviously triggered Peter. So I'm not surprised that Kelly was the one who ended up going home. He gave Hannah Hannah Ann the last words. Um, And in Kelly's exit interview, it just proves that she is an absolute queen and she will not be forgotten by me at least. Um, She's basically just saying everything everything that we're all thinking and she's not wrong. You know, Peter started the season with so many viable options, so many strong, powerful men, and now he's left with four absolute complete children. Like Madison and Hannah Ann are the first two because they are genuinely children. Their prefrontal cortex is not even fully developed, so they can't even make all the rational decisions they want to just because of biologically their age. They're very young. They're both 23. And the other two, Victoria and Kelsey, who are technically adults, but have the mental intelligence of children. So he just went through this entire process, heart-wrenching, eliminating all these people, dealing with all this drama, to end up with four unviable options for him. Um, you know, overall, my pick for winner, if I had to choose, if I was Peter, it would definitely be Madison, just because even though she's young, she does seem genuine. She seems really into him. Um, so I like her for him, but still, guys, no matter how mature you say someone is, scientific, like science says differently. I'm not like saying anything against young people. Obviously I'm young myself. I'm 22 years old and I can admit that I'm not in the place to make this sort of lifelong decision. Um, and I just don't think that she can be either. Uh, all right. Finally finished the episode. Now that teaser for next episode actually looks insane. I'm super excited to see all of that. Um, And I'm just going to talk about a couple spoilers I've heard for the rest of the season. And then finally, my prediction of what's going to happen in the final episode. So if you don't want any spoilers and you want to be spoiler free, definitely just skip, you know, to the last minute or so of the episode um, and skip past this whole section because I'm just going to reveal a couple of things I've heard from Reality Steve online and interviews, etc. So first and foremost, this starts with next week in hometowns. Um, so I heard that there is a lot that comes out about Victoria on this next episode and she's actually asking producers to cover it up. So I don't know if they're going to show it or not, but if they don't show it, I have to think, think that there's some sort of like bias that's going on here. Because they have absolutely betrayed Victoria in the best possible light, despite all of her actions. And the fact that she's just catty, a mean girl, mean to Peters, mean to herself, and just overall unbearable to watch. But still, her edit isn't even that bad in comparison to um, Alea from earlier on, Tammy, um, McKenna, all these people that just had kind of bad edits. The producers are really, for some reason, just kissing her ass. Um, 
yeah, basically these allegations come out. I will definitely talk more about it next episode because I just want to see if they actually air all of this. Um, but it's bad enough to the point that he sends her home. Then she apparently next week um, comes back and at that point they have sex. That is at least what I've heard. Literally none of this is confirmed. This is just some spoilers I've heard and kind of just my prediction of what's going to happen for the rest of the season based on the spoilers. So um, they have sex and he invites her to stay. Again, like, obviously, Peter 101 being wishy-washy, sending someone home. And then, of course, it's Victoria F. So, you know, the queen of manipulation herself. She knows the number one way to manipulate a guy is to have sex with him. So that's what she does, or apparently what she does in the next episode. Um, And then at that point... He learns that Maddie Madison um, is a virgin saving herself for marriage. And, you know, she'd be extremely upset if he hooked up with other women. So I believe that he hooked up with Victoria F. And I think he also probably hooked up with Hannah Ann in the fantasy suites. And my prediction for the last, last, last ultimate finale episode is that Madison finds out about all of this and is just so upset that she eliminates herself um and that whole ordeal is when Peter's mom says you know bring her home bring her home to us I think it's regarding to Madison leaving herself based on the things that he has done um and I also think this completely you know throws him off his course I think that was probably his first choice um, and depending on when she actually does leave, even if she does leave, this is literally all speculation and all just what I think is going to happen. But, um, let's say it happens when there's three people left, I could see him picking someone else. I could see him probably picking Hannah Ann out of all the people left. But if there's only two people left and it's her, um, uh, I could see him going after her and then her either deciding to come back with him or him just choosing to be alone. I think at that point, if there's only Madison and one other person at the end, um, I mean, it'd be literally so rude of him to obviously show on the show and to every all the viewers that Madison's kind of his top pick and then end up picking someone else just because she's self-eliminated herself. So I think it's going to be either reminiscent of Colton's season where his first pick goes home and Peter's going to have to follow Madison and see if she'll take him back after all of this stuff that he's done. Um, or is she not going to take him back and then he's either going to get engaged to another person or stay single? Um so yeah, that's what I think. Unfortunately, I mean, I wish it was Hannah Brown, but I just don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, I definitely don't think it's a producer. I mean, there's just so many things out right now. I don't think it's going to be that crazy. I think it's definitely going to have a finale within just the girls from this season. Um, 
But yeah, wow, there's so much to look forward to. And I genuinely think this season finale is going to be unlike any other. I am working so many connections to see if I can potentially get a ticket to the After the Final Rose live show. So we'll see if that actually happens. Um, Yeah, I might have a lead, might not, we'll see. But you better bet that if I have the chance to go, I will be in LA that weekend and I could give, you know, just a better perspective. But even if I'm not, obviously going to film this episode and this show for you guys. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for hanging in there with me. It is now currently 1.30 a.m. that I am wrapping this up. <laughs> so I am very happy to report that the show is over. And good night to all of you guys. And thanks again. Bye.